A major business group says they've been blindsided by the decision to keep schools closed for another week. Employers and Manufacturers Association CEO Brett O'Reilly joins me now. Um, Brett, what's the matter with that decision regarding the schools? Well, I think it's been made without a lot of thought um, about the impact um, on businesses. I mean, the um, ironically, we found out about it while we were holding um, one of our Auckland Business Roundtable meetings with all of the associations present. And, uh, and our concern is that um, right at the time when we need to have as many people um, working on the recovery, um, we've got, we're going to have a lot of families and communities impacted by, um, by schools and, uh, and other education facilities not being open. And um, certainly from the, the discussions that we'd had with, um, with schools, we understood that many of them were ready to open. We understand, of course, some have been impacted by this, but uh, this feels like a de facto lockdown for Auckland um, right at a time when we need people, uh, people working on that, uh, on that recovery. Uh, and very disappointed that um, that there was um, there was no discussion with the business community before this decision was taken. So, what are you saying that some workers won't be able to come and do essential service work because they've got kids to look after? Absolutely, um, and 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 some businesses uh, that would have normally expected staff to be at um, at work tomorrow will now be impacted because those staff will be. Um, uh, will have to stay home and uh, and be caregivers for um, uh, for their families, which is obviously very important. So for businesses that were already um, impacted by the weather events, um, the, you know, literally we were on on this call and and we're getting emails and text messages from members and people saying, "What do we do? What what's the what's the position here? Um, how does this impact annual leave?" Um, you know, uh, if people can't can't come to work, and uh, you know, nothing on the major government sites around um, how this is being dealt with, uh, but seemingly a decision made by the Secretary of Education. Okay, so um, you've called it your words, de facto lockdown. So yeah. when that was announced, how would you describe the um, the feeling in that meeting? Oh, I think it was, um, it, you know, people people were concerned. Um, about the impact that the, you know this is going to have on their businesses. You know? Angry, Brett? Would you describe them as angry? Um, angry, bemused, frustrated. Um, when we have, um, when uh, you know, all of all of um, these groups have been working hard to support businesses over um, the last few days, and to find a decision of this magnitude made without much thought about just how it will impact. Um, uh, businesses is um, is pretty surprising, to be honest. It's a safety issue, though, isn't it? And if they've said they, you know, need to keep people off the roads because all of that um, roading infrastructure is compromised, there is a severe weather warning, and they don't want young people wandering around and potentially um, parents going back and forth to pick them up in terrible weather. It's a safety issue, isn't it? Doesn't that oh, come first? Oh, look, look, Lisa, if it is a safety issue, um, then that's um, uh, that's fine, but but to have uh, are we suggesting that people aren't going to go to work because of the conditions of the road? Are we suggesting that we're closing down um, uh, transport companies from delivering essential products? I mean, just what just what is going on here? Um, I've talked to the mayor um, Wayne Brown in the last few minutes. He said that it was certainly not council suggestion that businesses don't um, go to work. Um, he said his um, 
his you know definitive position is that it's up to businesses to decide. Uh, but now we have some of that decision taken out of business ha- businesses' hands by the Secretary of Education. At the very least, I would have expected that there would have been some discussion about this before a decision of this magnitude was made. Um, and uh, and why through to the 7th of February? I mean... Uh, on a related issue, you have expressed some concerns about the huge recovery and re- rebuild effort. What, what's your main issue and worry there? Um, our main main worry is that um, w- we won't have enough people available to to get um, uh, to get businesses up and going. Um, and now some of the people that would have been involved in that process uh, are going to have to stay home tomorrow. Um, our understanding, but that it's limited because we haven't been involved in, in the discussions, is that the severe weather is due to hit Auckland tomorrow night. Um, so, but now we have a whole uh, a number of workers that will not be able to to, um, to turn up to work tomorrow because they're having to do the essential job of looking after their families. We understand that, but um, without with with that thought having not gone in about the impacts. Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty frustrating. Longer term, you are worried about whether we have enough labour and specialist labour to do the repairs and the rebuild in Auckland that is required. So what are you suggesting? Where should we get these people from? Well, I I think we're going to have to look at um, from around New Zealand and potentially from Australia. They're the most immediate um, issues. Uh, Of major concern from our meeting tonight is the number of businesses that do not have insurance. Um, it appears that um, during, um, you know, with the the after effects of COVID on on many businesses, um, as I've been trying to reduce costs, they haven't uh, got insurance, um, and so uh, and that's that's very prevalent across uh, small businesses. And, and we, from the initial survey results that a number of the organisations involved in the roundtable have done. Uh, th- this is uh, this is going to be a very long uh, long process. So we'll be working closely with the insurance companies and the banks. But for those for those businesses that don't have insurance, this might be the last straw. Brett, really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us. That's Brett O'Reilly, who's the CEO of the Employers and Manufacturers Association. There.